Welcome to Arson, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. Arson contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Arson. Orly, Kaelin, and the guard made their way through the small village to the palace that resided on the far end of the path. So you're telling me humans get their bodies tortured by needle-like vessels of ink over and over again on purpose? Yep. Fascinating. Self-subjected torture. Maybe humans aren't all that weak after all. I read that some humans eat other humans. Is that true? No. Well, not... Casually. Not most people. It's not... That's really illegal. You said stealing was illegal, but you stole that eyeshadow palette when you were 14. How did you... (laughs) Your parents were furious. Their letter was 10 pages that week. (laughs) Oh my god. That was not my finest moment. I... I think I was grounded for a year. I think Shelby was your biggest fan when we got that letter. She read it over and over again. She was so proud. And you never did anything cool again. Not true. She won that essay writing contest, graduated top of her class at OSU, got into med school. You and I have very different definitions of cool. Shelby, shut up. Have you ever seen a heart? Well... I'm not an official doctor yet, so I haven't been in an OR for that kind of procedure, but I have seen a cadaver heart. Oh, um, a a dead body donated to science. That's legal? Rad. Where do I sign up? We don't have a need for hospitals or doctors here. We heal so easily, and those of us that won't heal... Well, at that point, the damage is already too much. Not even a doctor could save them. I bleed. A lot. Pardon me? TMI much? No, I meant like, I get cuts and scrapes and I bleed. When I get hurt, I bleed. I've had stitches. I don't heal like you do. Told you she's a Dane. Maybe it's because you are on Earth. Hmm. You think it might be different down here? Nix, give me your dagger. I'll test it out. Stop. There will be no testing anything. It's like you hate fun. King Arzen will be able to explain it all. It would be really interesting to see, though. Dominic? Have you shielded yourself before? I'm not even sure how I did it that last time. Fight or flight instinct, maybe. Perhaps. Maybe she only did it because she felt threatened. Again. I am happy to offer my services to test any and all of these theories. There was this one time. I don't really like to talk about it, but I think it happened then too, but honestly it was all such a blur that I I don't remember exactly what happened, but... Okay, somebody touched me and then jumped back in pain. 
said that I burnt his hand. I really didn't know what he meant. So you've done it before, but you don't know how you initiated it? Nope. Oh, this is thrilling stuff. I hope you don't mind, Ellie, but I'm writing a book about you. That only he will read. You're the firstborn fae on Earth in... <laughs> centuries. And we don't really have much of a precedence or literature about it. You're kind of special, Ellie. To our history, to all of the Fae. Uh, thanks, Dom. Are you alright? I think so. Yo, Sharp. Yeah? Do you keep a rodent in a cage? <laughs> Despite all my rage. What? Sorry. Bad joke. No, I do not have a pet rat. But I do know somebody who does. Hmm. So, this is Lafresia. No, this is the city of Hololight. I'm sorry. I, I thought you said... Don't mind her. She's cranky when she's awake. Bite me. What is up with you today? Nothing. I'm peachy. Lafresia is to us like, well, Earth is to you. While that is the place, there are smaller subdivisions that make up the world. Hololite is the capital of Lafresia, which is why the king lives here. How big is Lafresia? It's a complete world. Big, vibrant, and never-growing. Are there other... worlds? <laughs> Tons. Oh no. Don't scare the poor kid. Or just tell her the truth instead of trying to protect her. Shelby. What? Are you trying to shield the little human from the reality of what's going on here? Not like she'd even believe you. She didn't believe her own parents. Maybe if she had believed them, she wouldn't have left them all alone and vulnerable out there. Shelby, don't. Are you quite done? Not even close. Why don't we tell her all about the Unsealie and what they did to her parents while we're at it? How they murdered them and she wasn't even in the same state. And she didn't even try to save them. Shelby, come on, don't do this. What is wrong with you? I just don't understand why this Dane is getting the VIP treatment. Why we had to risk our lives to go to Earth to protect this creature who doesn't even know where she came from or who she is and couldn't even protect her own parents. She is not a Dane. And this is not a question for you to ask, Shelby. Drop this. Take a walk and shake it off. Or should I remind you what happens to guards that disobey the orders of their superiors? Sorry, Captain. Won't happen again. She didn't... I'll catch up to her. Please, allow me to apologize for her actions. No need. Truthfully, I've been saying the same thing to myself for a week now. Shelby isn't like that all the time. I'm sure she's not. She's... She's had a tough go of it. She's just got some trust issues. And your parents- That is not your story to tell, Dominic. I'm just trying to call Morley's fears. I'm not afraid. See? I did my job. Would you give us a moment, Dominic? Sure thing. Shelby is a very talented guard member. 
and usually knows how to keep her emotions in check. I get it. Really, you don't have to explain or apologize for her. It's not like she was wrong. Where I come from, that's just how people speak to each other. Well, where I come from, we treat others with respect and apologize when that respect is ignored. What are those other worlds? That really is a question for Dominic. He knows just about everything about... Well, everything. Sorry. What was that, Shelby? I don't think Miss Sharp heard you. Sorry, okay? I'm sorry I snapped at you. Thanks for your apology, but honestly, it's not necessary. See, I told you. And I told you not to act out again, or I'd report you. I'm just wondering why the king wants to see her. That's all. I've also been curious why he sent us to get her. King Arzen was a friend of your parents. He was the one who sent them to Earth in the first place. Did they live here? Your parents? Yeah. Um, did they live here in Hollow Light? According to the mission logs, they live just south of the fountain. Can you take me there? We really don't have much time. Please. I... Okay. But the king is waiting. The king can wait a moment more. Of course. Lead the way, Dominic. Sure thing, Kaylin. This way. Okay. Uh, this one right here, I believe. This is where they lived, just before they were sent up. This was their home? Yes. Home of Lucas and Violetta Sharp. Orly and her new companions stood outside a small one-floor cottage. The outer walls were covered in a bright green ivy, and flowers were blooming in the garden out front. Your parents had great taste. I wish they could have brought you here themselves. Why didn't they? I mean, they told me stories. It's not like they were trying to hide anything. This could have been the proof I needed to... to believe them. That was part of the assignment. They weren't allowed back until their mission was complete. Their only correspondence to Lafresia was to be letters left at the ferry bridge. So they did it voluntarily? Just left their home? Forever? It wasn't supposed to be forever. They were supposed to come home once they solved it, but they never did. Solved what? That is what the king will explain to you. We should go now. Yeah, let's go. They really lived here. Come on, Violetta. You're the one always telling me that you wish we had more adventures. I meant seeing different parts of Lafresia, not going to Earth. This could be the greatest adventure of all, my love. But Hollow Light is our home. And we will come home to it someday. I promise you. But it could be dangerous. We will be fine. It's a simple mission. A few dang years and we'll be back in no time. You'll see. This is one hell of a rebellion, Luke. I'm not rebelling. I'm just searching for something more. Something different. I, I can't help but feel like this is exactly where I'm supposed to go. Where we're supposed to go. Fine. Let's go to Earth, then. You mean it? 
<laughs> Violetta. <laughs> Just swear that we will come home as soon as we can. I swear. Okay, we're here. Oralie, please follow our lead. You are a guest of the king, but proper etiquette is still expected. Got it. No, oh, I'm so excited. It's been years since I've seen the king. How do I look? You really want me to answer that? You look great, Dom. But, um, Shell, you've got a little something on your face. Ew, what is it? A bad attitude. You should try to wipe that off. Ha ha ha. Okay. Let's go. State your business. Good evening, Guard Goldman. I'm Captain Kaylin Quillwasp. I have a guest for the King on his orders. And this guest is... Orly Faye Sharp, daughter of Lucas and Violetta Sharp. You're Luke's kid? I am. I am so sorry for your loss. He was... he was a great friend to me. Thank you. Please go straight ahead. The king is in the throne room, awaiting your arrival. Thank you. Oh my god. As I set foot into the grand foyer, it was as if they had been transported to another world. Again. The walls were made out of what looked like pure gold, and the floors were a magical white marble with mirror-like reflection. The true wonder of the room was above their heads. The dome was painted sky blue and was dotted with feathery clouds and thousands of sun stars Orly had seen in the sky just outside. The entire building was a work of art. You're drooling on the floor. If you think this is good, just wait. The tall golden double doors swung open to reveal the throne room. The walls and the floor were the same brilliant golden marble. But cutting through the center of the room, was a long, royal purple carpet with gold trim. It led directly to the throne at the head of the chamber. Situated on a pedestal was a magnificent chair, standing ten feet tall with glittering jewels embedded in its golden frame. Sitting atop the throne was a man with bright golden eyes, the definition of royalty, King Arson of Lafrasia. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Michael Porteous, Emily Booza, Ace Corsaira, Wes Haas, Mike Crawford, Mariah Clausen, and Mira Chandrasuri. This episode was edited by Brad Colbrook, Mariah Clausen, and Griffin Coldiron and featured the music of John Bartman. And I am Sophia Derisi. Want to stay up to date on all things arson? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Arson Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners.